0: Yes, sir, we promised you a great man oh, yeah. nice. oh, yes. All The is running last. Oh, My God, what? Oh, yeah. the man. <laughs> it's the yeah. world watching ma 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 sorry. ma 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 I like delicious chicken. It was rap. It was It's
1: professional. It's professional,
0: wrestling. Today is the beginning of the shoot era of G.P. The only way to have fun is to take the gloves. Screw it. If I offend them, oh well. What I am going to do is call it down the line every single week. I know, I know. Ma 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 I love wrestling. Uh please. So damn it, I am not giving up the podcast. Oh hell no. I'm doubling down and going the other way. Oh my goodness. It, bring it on. Welcome to the shoot, Arrow Baby. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast. Back again, and with feverish regularity these days, it's time for Cheap Heat. On the uh, the day after a uh, very controversial Sunday in professional wrestling, first of all, from Philadelphia, we, rec- we uh, welcome the, the physically large and strong Stack Eye Greg.
1: I'm still distraught. Oh, I, oh, you of, I
0: no. think you were just out of, I think were just out out of breath from walking.
1: Is the tears still rolling down my face from uh, Friday night?
0: Well, we'll 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 jump right in. We'll 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 get right to it. I mean, we're recording this on Monday night, and I'll tell you this. You know, this is a great indicator. We wondered how things would be, and what raw would feel like. And the truth is, after a week in which we watched the Raw premiere last week, AEW Wednesday, NXT Wednesday, SmackDown Friday, Pay-Per-View Sunday, you can't help but think of Raw, you know, even even as I'm watching a nice women's tag match between Charlotte and Becky against the Kabuki Warriors, you can't help but think of it as a throwaway show.
1: Yeah, I mean, Raw... The flagship show, it's its the reason that a lot of us still love wrestling, still watch wrestling, but it's the C show right now. It went from You're... Raw, SmackDown, NXT to SmackDown, NXT Raw.
0: I mean, I don't think it'll be C for me. I think it, it'll end up being B, but... I understand, certainly in this moment, while everyone's really excited about what's happening on Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, you're right. In this moment, people are going to be more tuned into NXT, if nothing else, just because of it being part of this Wednesday war. Um, you know, and, and yes, it may be the better show too, or, you know, we'll see. Um, but anyways, so we're going to spend most of our time talking about, uh, Friday and, Sunday and we'll do some mailbag Rosenberg beats at gmail.com a lot of people have been writing I, I, I'm only able to get to a few but a lot of emails cause a lot of people have a lot to say over the last uh, couple of weeks but SGG so um let's just start with initial takeaways from the Friday night Smackdown Fox presentation
1: it felt like <laughs> the Wrestlemania equivalent and I know we joke around and we say that a lot but it really did feel huge from the kickoff show to the blue carpet to the new step the new set which just looks stunning um to everything you know the rock opening the big fight feel going into kofi brock toward the end all of it just felt amazing
0: I agree that the feel was very, very good. Um, I, I was in New Orleans and they were not showing the, um, kickoff, the blue carpet thing on, um, regular, the local Fox down there. It, nothing came on until SmackDown came on. It was Wheel of Fortune and then SmackDown started. <laughs> Listen, Wheel of Fortune is still pretty mage. Apparently. I was never a big Wheel of Fortune guy. I'm more of a Jeopardy um, guy,
1: but Wheel of Fortune is still, you
0: know. It does well. Um, but, you know, I was watching the clips on Twitter. Um and, and seeing, you know, it was cute. Little interviews on the blue carpet, blah blah blah, It was nice. Certainly did a big uh feel. Um it certainly gave it a big big night feel, and I'll tell you one thing, I don't know how Dipperstein felt, but I was sick to see Charlotte there with Andrade. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's this true. I mean, where's Zelina? why isn't he with Zelina Vega and or if 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 they're going to be together right before the show why aren't they together on the show? Listen, it'll be one thing if they were showing up to a red carpet for the for the Espies, okay? It's a red carpet for a wrestling show. You can't play yeah, the a bl- character then.
1: Blue carpet. You That's the
0: one place to keep it kayfabe. Right, like it's it's literally the Smackdown carpet. That's what it's for. You, okay, so it's not a big deal, but like it's not a big deal, but they've never introduced the fact that Andrade and Charlotte are a couple. And if you look at their social medias, it's just like. It's
1: hard to, to not know that if you look at this. It's one. hard
0: to not, it's hard, it's hard to not just think about it every time you see them both on camera. And it's hard not to think about it when you see Zelina Vega on camera, like, oh, she, she really is just his, you know, hired management. Anyways, let me not get distracted overall look really good intro was cool i like that big like stadium looking cartoon thing they did and the different and the different superstars popping up thought that was cool the song was cool the staging was great it, it you know they they made enough changes to make it really feel like a, a big deal and i really think um it delivered um in that regard i think the new looks and the tweaks they've made give it a new feel and that's awesome Um
1: and I have a I'll, question I'll, for you too I have an answer how how can I phrase this without seeming so coming off as so inflammatory but if you're NBC Universal right how does it how do you feel watching Fox put on a production like that to start their relationship with WWE knowing that you had them for decades because NBC, Universal never, even with Saturday night's main event, they never made it feel like what it felt like on Friday.
0: This new relationship and this show being on SmackDown in the long run could, you could look back and go, oh, that was when wrestling truly fell off. And like, you, are you going to, are we going to pretend that's not a possibility? The, it is. I mean, it is. Anytime, but anytime I mean, something gets, it's by, by far its biggest, um exposure in the mainstream you're always it has to go down there's oh, only one other way to
1: always one other direction to always. go
0: that this is there's not there's not an artist in the world who's gotten better when they started you know when they became like a, not only successful but like you know straight up establishment right like that 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 is the You know, maybe, you know what I would argue? I'd say maybe the only place you can argue that's not at all true and it's a different sort of art form is Marvel, right? Marvel maybe at its biggest level now and people would say it's best level from what I've, from what I gather from people who love that. Um, but anyways, I'm just pointing out that it could be that. I'm not saying it will be. I'm just saying I can't help but think. Yes, it's cool that it's so big, but like, are you. Andrew Goldstein, lover of gritty, you know, Georgia Championship Wrestling and Crockett. Old school. And Crockett. He's popping galore because Aaron Andrews is doing interviews. I'm like, yes, I guess it's cool in that it's big. And so, but like, you have to understand, I am a hating backpacker at heart. That's who I am. (laughs) I am not the person. I'm just being honest. I have to be real about who I am. I am not the person who celebrates when the things that I love get completely commercial. That's not me. That is not me. Me seeing Carissa Thompson, Aaron Andrews, M- Michael Strahan, all these people who don't know and don't care about the product being- ra- Colin Coward having to, yeah. <laughs> having to pretend that he loves- None it. of that does anything for me. I, I get why it looks big and why it's nice to see that Fox is so committed. I was just surprised to hear Andrew so excited for it. Cause to me as a purist, it made me kind of want to barf from my mouth. Um, and that's always been me. I mean I, I and I admit that but, there's flaws in seeing things that way also. You know like when when yeah. EPMD put out the song Crossover and they played it at my middle school dance, I sat in the hallway with my arms crossed, refused to going inside, refusing to go inside.
1: <laughs> but also like we have to remember, right? Pro wrestling and WWE in particular has always been chasing this kind of mainstream exposure. This is not new, it's just taking on the form that it on today right like Muhammad Ali and Antonio Inoki we complain about Tyson Fury showing up on this episode of Raw but he's just the latest in a long line of boxers from from Joe Lewis who step into the square circle to add to the spectacle Well, I
0: think the reason people probably complain about Tyson Fury is because who cares um right you know but I mean it's a thing that you know they've always done right from Buster
1: Douglas as soon as he won the championship they invited him to be a part of WWE. Well,
0: no, 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 Buster. Yes. No, no, no. Buster Douglas filled in for Mike Tyson.
1: Well, right. Because if Mike Tyson had won, it would have been Mike Tyson. So it's not that Buster Douglas. For no, Mike Tyson. no, 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 no! That, that is one hundred. No, 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 no!
0: That is not that you. That you will not get away with. That whole thing was done around Mike Tyson, and when Tyson lost, they were like, uh "Okay, so we'll have to take Buster Douglas." That was not a. That wasn't a. No, that was that wasn't because was, of the I, prestige I, of the world championship. That was because of Mike Tyson. That was a. That was because they
1: wanted the guy who beat Mike Tyson. You're absolutely right. If Mike Tyson had won, it would have been him, but he lost. No, 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 that that was the the deal.
0: It was done. I mean, it was 100% done, locked and loaded, that it was Mike Tyson. And then they had to scramble, and I mean, depending on who you hear tell the story, you know, Vince McMahon was supposedly calling Japan that night to try to figure out what to do. I mean, I don't know, this is a pretty uh, insignificant difference. My (laughs) point is, my point is, Greg, that doesn't mean it doesn't suck. Like, it, no, like, true. like the way they, the but, way they did I'm it the other day, the, I don't like, know. No one's complaining. Are people complaining about the idea of mixing boxing and wrestling? Well, that would be stupid. It's happened forever.
1: No. Yeah, it has. But, but my point was like this, this over commercialism that you complain about, like we fell in love with wrestling being commercial rock and wrestling in the eighties was when it was at its peak. And that's the, that's the era that people are still trying to, people still compare this one to the, you know, the attitude era, same thing when wrestling was in the mainstream and at it its peak. No don't get we've always been chasing. No, that. don't get me
0: wrong. I, I'm not I'm not saying that this attitude is um logical, but I also think if we're being honest with ourselves, and I can only speak for me, but I think most of us love that this is a niche culture. I I yeah. don't think anyone here wants to really be like everything I turn on is all wrestling all the time. I think we like it to be our world. They use the term WWE Universe to signify the fact that there is a specific place that wrestling fans sort of live in. So while we know they go and chase everyone and would literally sell their soul to get more money or more viewers and have on many, many occasions, that, yep. that, that's not my job to be into that. You know, that's not our job to be like, oh my god, that's what we want. We want it to be as absolutely commercial as humanly possible. Now listen, I, I guess I appreciate, you know, the idea that Goldstein would just be like, I can't believe how far it's come. And that, and that's, that's true. Um, you know, there have been, to me, there have been a bunch of moments along the way that have been really, really big. And this, this Fox moment is a big one. Um, we'll see how it plays out over time and whether it ends up shaping the way the business is in a good or bad way or whether it ends up being like, hey remember when they stayed on Fox for a year and then Fox changed the deal because they weren't happy with it and they went they went to <laughs> and they went to FS1 like we have no idea but we don't. Um,
1: I hope it doesn't play out like that.
0: I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how it plays I want the wrestling to play out well it I'll tell you this if it plays out the way the show was on Friday, I don't want it to be the way it is as of that. Because I didn't, yeah. I I could not, like from an actual wrestling show standpoint on Friday, and I get it. You know, listen, some people will yell at me. I, I catch it constantly from both sides. I have people who tell me constantly that I'm that I'm a shill and I'm getting paid, which I'm not, or that I'm a hater and I'm bitter. So I guess I'm doing something right if both sides <laughs> say that, right. Um But. I felt that they they put on a show that was meant for mainstream attention and had a couple of okay moments for a wrestling fan um, but ultimately was bookmarked by stuff I did not love like um, or book ended I should say I the 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 rock, this is going to be a I don't know how how to take this is I think it's a take you'll probably disagree with but um I don't know I don't know how high I am on the rock appearances these days. Like, they're cool. They're just so incredibly formulaic. And it's and it's been like that for years. And I gotta tell you, Dipperstein made a point that I'm stealing, and I shouldn't even give him credit. I should have just stole it because he's my agent and I said just steal whatever I want. But Dip made a point that I think is really true about the rock. So the rock segments are pretty formulaic, and I'm expanding this a little bit now, and but Stone Cold's segments are also a little bit formulaic but interestingly enough stone cold's nostalgia works better because stone cold still looks like stone cold as great a shape as the rock is in and he's a physical freak that guy does not resemble the rock from our youth it's not the same person it's just not so like there is something about it that while it's cool and somewhat nostalgic, to me, Greg, and I don't know how you feel, whenever we see The Rock now, to me, he just reminds me of this last eight years of The Rock. It doesn't feel like the true rock. It, it's something different. And while there's moments that I like and I'll always pop to hear his music, I love The Rock. He's, he's rocky. It's great. Once it gets down there and he goes to the catchphrases and you see Baron Corbin show up, you know exactly what what we're doing mm-hmm. and it's cuz he does it to everybody when he comes back it's always it's always it's 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 rusev it's baron it's whoever that heel is at that exact moment um and for some reason while it's cool and the rocks great it's i don't know it was um it just wasn't a great effort it was a really obvious easy thing and then I would like to dig into the controversy, SGG. First of all, I'd like your thoughts on how you see the whole thing. But also, weren't we supposed to get Stone Cold Steve Austin?
1: Yeah, yeah, we were. We were. But, I mean, we were supposed to get The Undertaker as well. He addressed that. Um, but specifically talking about The Rock, I, I sort of agree. I mean, his segments – We love them, right, because we don't get them that often. And his music hits, and it's a big pop, and he can come out and say whatever he wants, and we're still in the palm of his hand. But then when you step back, it's like they do run a little long. always. And um, when you think about how that Kofi match went down, or at least when I think about it, I feel like there was a couple of minutes in there that could have gone to Kofi that ended up going to The Rock, you know? So... um, Cause you just have to imagine what got cut when the rock decided he was going to give us 20 minutes to open SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, something got, something was sacrificed I
0: mean, unless, at the altar. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Unless, well, let me not get to my Kofi point, but um, it was, uh, we're going to go there. Just not right now, but we are. No, no, we're moments here. away. But, um, so that's not to knock the rock. It's just, if I'm being honest, guys, not that exciting. It just reminds me of the build of 29 and the build of 30 and whichever other ones he was on 28. 27, 28, 29, whatever, that was what, four straight? Yeah. So, you know, it just reminds me of that version of The Rock over and over again. It doesn't give me necessarily, like when I hear The Glass hit and Austin comes back, my, my brain registers classic Austin. When I see The Rock these days, I kind of just register WrestleMania 28. Um, it doesn't feel quite the same way. Um, so, so you had that, um, to start the show. And then during the show, I mean, the, the the matches were fine. Um I'm trying to think of anything really. Like I, I'm now so affected by the beginning and end of the show SGG that I'm I'm, I'm struggling <laughs> to remember what even happened in the middle. I know we had we had KO and shade. We had
1: that confrontation with uh, Tyson Fury.
0: Oh right, the, and, um, the awkward confrontation between Braun and Tyson Fury. Yes. I mean, listen, if you want to be annoyed with anything, be annoyed with probably the amount of money that Tyson Fury is going to make for two appearances. Because if the, if he's going to crown Jewel, how much do you think Tyson Fury is getting? A couple million dollars?
1: At least. But, the question is, who is he getting it from? Is he getting it from WWE or is he getting it from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia?
0: Well, at this point, is it hasn't the money all been paid over to WWE, and they just now pay whoever they want to pay? I'm not sure because I thought the deal was like based, you know, it was that huge number of money based on X amount of time. I'm still confused about how this blonde lady popped up and started doing all the interviews on Raw. <laughs> yeah, she's very nice. Uh, she's a very nice person, and I'm sure she works hard. But it just felt like sort of out of nowhere. Um Cause I don't know if she
1: had a stint on NXT or if she did I might have missed it. She
0: did. It. She did.
1: Or overlooked it.
0: No, she did. She was down there for a while doing stuff. But then it's just like I blinked one day and now I guess Kayla's on SmackDown. Kayla yeah. Kayla's back to Smackdown and this woman and Charlie do Raw. I don't know. Um So you had, you had the Tyson Fury thing, which one of the main things that irritated that, or irritated me about that, this is a small thing. It's just that like nothing really happened and then Fury jumps the barrier, the barricade, and it was just like how fast security got to him. Like wouldn't they be caught off guard for like by a second?
1: Yeah, I guess they were waiting to pounce.
0: I mean, there was like 12 people waiting to stop him. Um. And listen, Tyson Fury is a really good talker and a really entertaining guy. So it'll be interesting to see. Are you you think they're closing the show with that tonight? It's winding down, so I think so. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. He'll probably be pretty good cuz talking, you know, his personality is part of his uh his whole brand. His charm. I will tell you his last fight was fantastic. His last fight was he was a, a friggin' warrior in that fight. It was it was really entertaining. Um also speaking of entertaining, um, my boy Ariel Helwani did a sit down with Chris Jericho. Um, that you can hear it's
1: our favorite wrestler. Yeah, our
0: favorite wrestler. I mean, shout out to A.E.W. in general who has not even they have no interest in being on this podcast or doing anything with us. Um I can I can't even hear back from them. I reached out to AEW a couple of times now and I've gotten zero zilch so you know they,
1: that that's the way it is for now I for, I foresee that changing well they're
0: they're feeling very very good about where things are apparently and honestly I'm happy to keep talking about them I'm not gonna be in the the petty game of being like let's not promote it this is what everyone's talking about but um, yeah they hey listen at least Ariel got an interview with Jericho I don't see Jericho beating down the door to get here yeah um, <laughs> So, but you should check it out if you want to hear uh, him go in depth with Jericho about AEW and many more things. That's on Ariel's MMA show podcast. You can check that out. So SGG, let's jump to the biggest thing. Um, and that would be the close of, um, Smackdown, which saw Kofi Kingston. You were, you were scared SGG. Did this, yes. did this succeed? Did Kofi jobbing out in, I don't know, two seconds, four seconds, whatever it was, did it exceed all expectations? Worst case scenario you had.
1: Yes. It was, it was, it, it, I didn't even think it would go that bad. Right. I going in, I just felt like Kofi's days were numbered. I knew he was not walking out of there with a championship, but then I was just like, okay, how many suplexes can he eat? You know, how many F5s, you know, what? Right. One F5, no suplexes, one move, one, two, three. Nothing. I did not see that coming. I mean.
0: How could you? There was no way to see
1: completely, that. Completely completely blindsided by uh, what happened to Kofi.
0: I have no, there is no one out there who can convince me that that makes sense and that that was necessary and that it wasn't completely like tone deaf now listen let me let, let me start um, let me start out by saying let me try to make this an even conversation okay let me be clear Kofi at this very moment is not the most over he's been in this journey, all right? I'm 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 not in denial about that fact. I've definitely seen Kofi's share of entrances where it's pretty quiet, and it doesn't feel like he has the storyline that's still exciting the crowd because you put him, in my opinion, because he's booked in things, you know, with Randy Orton that no one cares about because that story wasn't given any legs. So I'm not trying to say that Kofi's is over now as he was during Kofi Mania but i will say this you put a lot of time into this guy and he's been a good champion and he's beaten a lot of people he's been against the odds he's beaten a lot of people sgg you're you're the stat guy run down some of the people he's beat as champion if you don't mind kevin
1: owens uh randy orton um daniel bryan you know then the the list goes on he went on quite the undefeated streak in tag matches and singles matches i think he i think the brock lesnar loss was only his second loss as champion so he was definitely booked strong um and i i just i find it so odd that brock lesnar was able to to do it in one move when you think about the clashes that he had with like seth rollins You know, Or even like a Finn Balor, Daniel Bryan, uh, AJ Styles, some of those Survivor Series clashes that were – You mean that Brock's had? Very much – yeah, that Brock has had. Oh, no, he he had to work. He had to work to get to – David Goliath matches and then Kofi was just lights out.
0: I, I need to understand what the logic was, why that was a good thing. Who benefited from that unless it was just poor planning? And time, but even if it was a time issue, even if it was a time issue, you could have very easily had him kick out of a couple of F fives. I mean, could they have at the Something. could they have at the very least had him been like he hits an F five, Kofi kicks out. He hits a second F five, Kofi kicks out. He's like, what the hell? And then he like takes him outside the ring, throws him into the stairs, throws him into the ring post, hits another F5 and pins him. Something that at least Kofi has some level of bravery, some redeeming quality as a champion that you can even respect. And, and. Too much to ask. That's apparently too much to ask. So then let me, let me continue down that road. So then the purpose of this is because you're going to get to, as we talked about on this show, Kane Velasquez, shout out to Jason Symbol who had that, that thought. You're eventually going to get to Kane Velasquez coming out and starting a storyline with Brock Lesnar. Why does the emergence of Kane Velasquez require doing Kofi Kingston like that? Yeah. I don't understand. And- Why couldn't he have just interrupted the match with Kofi? Because guess what? They don't need the title involved. The only, the, the no, title, they the title they're beefing over is the UFC title. Oh, that reminds me of something else. When is WWE gonna stop, um, making UFC stars look bigger and more important than WWE stars? I'll never understand it. Anytime someone from UFC shows up, they are instantaneously better than everybody in WWE. I, I, don't, not, I don't I mean, that. Not Ken Shamrock. <laughs> no, but, Poor Ken no, Shamrock but, but by the way, from... early on, Shamrock was booked pretty mage. Yeah,
1: and then he ran into The Rock and Owen Hart and like actual wrestlers. And
0: that, but that took time. I mean, for a while, he was pretty dominant too. But like everyone who shows up, Ronda can't lose. Brock... I mean, now he's lost a couple times, but in general, what's Brock's all-time win percentage among the, hi- Brock is, the highest? Brock levels? is one
1: of ours, though. Brock is one of ours, and you know Brock had that winning percentage before he left. He left, um, and then went to Japan, dominated over there. Yeah,
0: it's fair. It's fair to include Brock is one of ours. It's, it's fair to include that, even though to me it it does feel like a split because I feel that his uh, positioning in UFC made him even more. But you're right. He was always booked unstoppable.
1: It's true, because but I mean, even when he went to MMA, right? He went straight to the top of the card because he was one of ours. He was a he was a bona fide star, and they knew it. They saw what he did in Japan. Um, they saw what he was doing here. He had a legitimate background, and they put him straight to the top. Some some of it to his detriment. He ran into Frank Mir. Um, he got his win back, but you know they didn't. They definitely didn't make him work up. No, that's true. No, top, he he was treated like a other... star
0: when he went there. But but the emergence of Cain Velasquez, first of all, when that let's go back to that segment. When you first hear Rey Mysterio's music hit and you see Rey Mysterio standing there, you thought he was standing with Dominic, right? I did. I did. Everyone in the world thought it was Dominic. And listen, guys, I, I can just give you my opinion. I love UFC. I pay for UFC events. I'm a fan. I, I don't care about Cain Velasquez. I don't. I don't.
1: This is too late. I, it, it, if if it was earlier in Brock's run, maybe.
0: Yeah, if it had just happened. But like, and like, yes, I'm aware that Cain Velasquez looks now the way he looked when he beat Brock. When he when he beat Brock. Well, guess what? That's real fighting. This is wrestling, and in wrestling, he doesn't have a good look. He looks like an after photo in a before and after weight loss picture. Like he just did not look impressive. I, I get it. I know he actually beat Brock up in real life. I saw the fight. I remember it. And I know this is so? this is
1: not about AEW, but Cain Velasquez also actually beat Jake Hager up in real life uh, in college. They met and he he blanked them four and zero. But back to
0: Brock. What they in wrestling? Yes. So I just um I I guess I'm frustrated when Kane Velasquez is probably unfairly getting some of the brunt of this because I'm just so annoyed that in order to introduce us to this Brock Kane Velasquez story, which I get it, it's perfect for Fox. Fox wants real athletes, of course. Fox for a long time had a long term relationship with the UFC and and has they see the importance of having sports stars. So I, I get it. But why? Why did that have to come in a way that made Kofi look so bad? I just don't get it, man. Yeah. I don't get it, man. I found it really I don't frustrating. Get it, I, it was it felt insulting like to everybody. It just But how many how many F5s has Seth kicked out of? Oh my god, I can't even I lost count. Kofi can't kick out a 1 F5? Come on. So that leads us to last night where it seems like whatever anger I'm feeling about what happened with Kofi, correct me if I'm wrong, on social media this felt about 50 times bigger. It did. And people got mad at me today cuz I put up a video saying, y'all are so mad about this, why weren't you this mad about Kofi? And everyone was like, "We were." Well, the whole world no, they weren't. the whole world wasn't asking me what happened with Kofi Kingston, but today people in my regular life were asking me what happened at Hell in a Cell last night. Like, people were like, oh, people are canceling WWE. People are so angry. Right, exactly. Like so, You
1: can't tell me that you were so upset about Kofi, and you still had the WWE network long enough to watch what happened on Sunday.
0: No, people appear to be much more angry about what happened last night, um, as we get a look at Tyson Fury walking through the hallways heading to the ring. Um, so, this annoyed me that the fact that this became such a huge deal that people were so angry about the finish of The Fiend and Seth. I guess I just, let me, you know what, let me just start off by getting someone else's opinion. What did you think of the match, SGJ?
1: I did not understand it. I thought, obviously, the way they pre- presented The Fiend was Mage, right? The entrance was still Mage. The red lighting going into it was mage. Even Seth sort of selling his fear was mage. Up until the part where Seth gets the upper hand. And then it dawns on me that they were in a situation where they didn't want either guy to sort of not look strong. But the way they went about it, it felt like it was at the expense of the fiend. Which in turn caused people to turn on Seth. And so and try to protect the both of them, they lost the both Let of them. Let me jump
0: in here because that's a great point, but I have to refute some of it because I saw a lot of messages about this today, and I need to be very clear about this. People have already been booing Seth.
1: Yeah, no. Like people it's, are already turning on. I Seth. I saw a
0: lot of people saying, "Look what they did! They made people turn on Seth." BS. People have been turned on Seth. People have been booing Seth in every major main event. They, I feel like they booed him in the in the mixed tag match a couple of pay per views ago. I feel like they've booed him every time he's been in the ring with someone else who they people deem to be more interesting, ranging from the Fiend yes. to Baron Corbin. They are now booing Seth Rollins.
1: And let's be honest, Seth, Seth was getting booed before that. He got booed in that Ambrose match. Remember, they went into it with a lot of heat and then he got booed in that match. And maybe some of it was Ambrose. Maybe, you know, they split custody on that one, but uh people have been turned on
0: Seth. So yes, I'm not trying to delegitimize your point that the booking was weird and put people in a situation where they didn't want to see the fiend lose. But just to be clear, people have been booing Seth. So that didn't start. That didn't start last night. So, but my point is that, you know, the fans made their choice and then
1: WWE set up a situation that seemed to be rewarding the fans for those, for that choice. And then they went the other way. So and people didn't like it. So
0: here's the thing. My main thing was I have not been excited about this story, period. I don't think the fiend should be in a story with Seth Rollins. You know, I think vs. Braun would have been cooler um and made more sense, and you could have let you could have let the fiend get a clean win over Braun, because obviously they don't care about how they book Braun at this point. I mean <laughs> right. Um But I knew When this story started, we were going to end up getting a match between Seth and Bray, and we weren't going to be able to get a finish. So here's what annoys me about yesterday's outrage. Not that people didn't like it. Like, you're allowed to not like it. It was the shock and awe around it. Like, I guess my attitude the second I saw we were getting a fiend match this early was, well, he's obviously not going to lose. And no one wants him to lose. But you're telling me what would make sense is for the fiend to be carrying the title? I don't think that makes sense. That's why I don't think the story even made sense. And let's remember, guys, historically, what purpose did the title ever serve for The Undertaker? The title, whenever The Undertaker's had, I dare you to remember a, a memorable Undertaker title reign. I mean, if you picture him with the title, I mean, you probably picture him with the World Heavyweight Championship on SmackDown more than anything.
1: I'll say this though, at least WWE had the balls to put it on Undertaker early in his run, um with that Tuesday in Texas. Do it, figure out how you're gonna get get it off of him after that, because I mean the the, the no sell the 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 stoppage or the DQ or whatever they're going to call it, that that just didn't work.
0: Well, so, the, so that's the next part. A lot of people were very angry mm-hmm. that they stopped a Hell in a Cell match. How can there be a stoppage, a DQ, though I don't think it was a DQ. It was just a, the match stopped. How could that?
1: Yeah, I thought it was a DQ at first. and I'll be honest because... It had all the classic signs, all the context clues were there for it to be a DQ, right? The ref warned Seth, don't do this thing. If you do this thing, then I'm going to have to disqualify you. And then Seth did the thing, and then the bell rung. So I thought it was DQ.
0: So yeah, it did seem like a DQ, and it wasn't, which is fine, whatever. Um, Tyson Fury is now in the ring. He's in great shape, by the way. Let's hear what Tyson Fury says. And welcome to Bakersfield. Now we wanted to get you out here and uh, just to get your opinion and on exactly what happened between you and Braun Strowman last week. Big shout out to Bakersfield. The man knows a cheap pop. Huh? Last week I was here minding my own business. Braun he tried to make me look like a fool. I wound up getting choked out.
1: So tonight. I'm here to demand an apology.
0: You, were, you, you felt like you were. Well, I'll tell you one thing. As I expected, uh, Tyson Fury can will absolutely be able to cut a promo. In fact, he's already a better promo than Braun Strowman. <laughs> You trying to get these hands? No, not at all. <laughs> no, I, comment. I, no comment. No yeah, comment yeah, from yeah. me. I do not. I do not want to get these hands. But he, there's two sets of hands. You better be careful what you say. But Tyson Fury <laughs> is a really good talker. He's a really, really good talker. And why is Braun Strowman look like he's wearing pajama pants? Um, <laughs> but uh, I guess. I get it. I get it. How could you end a Hell in a Cell match that way? How, Guys, one thing you are never going to see me get angry about is, like, rule violations of wrestling matches. Um, I don't know if you know this. The rules don't matter. It's professional wrestling. They've never mattered. Even in a kayfabe-only world, you can't even pretend the rules matter. They never do. They never have. So, like, you know, I get it. It was not an ideal way to end a match. I just did not, if I'm just being honest with you, I did not relate to the sentiment of caring that much. I just don't get it. Like, I don't know what end they thought they were going to get. It was never going to end with Seth jobbing to the Fiend. That character doesn't make sense as champion right now. It just doesn't. Him carrying around the title would not. I just could not see it.
1: Which is why WWE should not have booked the match. In the
0: I agree. Now that part, that part, I agree with. Why is he in a championship because, match already he's not gonna have yeah. the championship? I agree with that because
1: you're right it doesn't make sense even him walking around with it like winning it at a hell in a cell his second match as the fiend none of it none of it made sense, but they went for the money match and then when you do that, you cannot you cannot under any circumstances go with the b s finish
0: Bah. To Braun and
1: Tyson Fury. My friend, it'd be you laying on your back,
0: staring up at the lights, and not for some slow-ass 10 count like the last time you fought Wilder. Okay, I'm a heavyweight champion of the world. How many heavyweight titles have
1: you won? Oh, so you gotta punch him in the mouth for that.
0: Now they're facing off. Now, now we're seeing a legit face-off. Oh, up a push from Tyson Fury. Oh, Braun Strowman sends Fury. That was that was terrible looking. Oh my. God. Oh my. God. <laughs> you that know was what? So bad. Oh my God. What? Why they? That was so bad. Oh man, they tried to have like a shoving thing with Braun, and Braun lifted him up and like dropped him in the corner.
1: So gently. So like he can handle it. I know and he's a fighter.
0: I guess they're too scared of the mo- the money that's out there. This is why it's stupid. You shouldn't be doing this thing when Tyson Fury is in the middle. Like he still hasn't had his biggest fight. He he's waiting for Wilder too. You know they're they're setting up for him versus Wilder too, soon. Wilder has a fight in a, a at a month and then after that in the spring it's going to be Fury versus Wilder. Oh, look at him! Oh my! Oh my God! Oh my God! Do you see those punches? Oh my God! Did you see the? Oh my God! No! See, this is a disgrace. I'm so glad we're doing this live. I'm so glad we're doing this live. <laughs> you cannot include someone who does not know how to throw a working punch at all. He was punching the air. He just punched the air. Oh no! I mean, did, would you get close enough to try to make it look good? Who the other, the dudes there are paid to do it? They can all handle it. He just didn't know how to do it. <laughs> oh my god! Great. Did you see it? Could you see how bad it was? Yeah, I could. And now they're doing.
1: I, re- I mean, oh. I understand. I understand.
0: I understand that caution. Oh my! It wasn't them. It was him. It wasn't people trying to get out of the way because they were scared. Listen, I would. This is – oh, my God. I've never in my life seen someone throw fake punches like that. Hopefully someone accidentally hurt – I mean hurt.
1: on a Monday, right? Because didn't Shane McMahon have a match three days ago? That's a great point.
0: Shane's punches generally leave a little bit to be desired. I would say that's accurate. So now they're doing the breakup and get back up. Here we go. How many times now? Four times in a row? The, the pull apart and get – when are they going to get bored of the pull apart? When – Will they think? When, will, they, will they ever not think the pull apart's awesome? <laughs> <laughs> they love the pull apart and then attack each other again. I mean, it, do you think they have one more? Do you think they have a fifth one? A, Definitely a fifth. You think? One. You think Braun's doing it this time? I think it's
1: going to be Tyson again.
0: Yo, I can't wait for the memes. How, you think the gifts are already up with him punching the air?
1: Oh yeah, they're going to be up by eleven o'clock.
0: Oh no, now it's Braun. Told you. Oh. oh Another oh. one. Oh, here they go. They got each other. And now they're close, but they can't hurt each other, so they're just gonna keep hugging each other.
1: Aggressively hugging Oh
0: man, this is like two seventh graders dancing together. Oh my lord. Alright. You know what? It's a great time for professional wrestling. I shouldn't just find things to complain about.
1: But they give us so much to complain about. Well you know you know
0: what else too? They give us too much damn content. You know, well, yeah. this is, I mean, we had Raw last week, three. We had SmackDown, two. Um, that's five. AW, seven. NXT, nine. Pay-per-view, 13. I mean, this is our, in the last week and, you know, just over a week, we're, we're up to, we're into like our 18th hour of wrestling. Yeah. You know? It's too much. It's just too much to be good.
1: What I will say though that I appreciate is that just in watching the last week, each of the shows have their own vibe. They all feel different. It's, it's, it does not feel like, you know, Raw and SmackDown were basically indistinguishable from each other. That's a good point. If you weren't paying attention to the ropes and the lights, but now it feels like four completely different shows.
0: Like that's a really good point. I do think the shows feel different. Um, that is a really good point. They look different uh, and feel different. So anyways, man, I got a lot of angry comments from people who really couldn't believe they think for some reason they thought I was um, being a shill for WWE, even though my statement was basically like I didn't mind the pay-per-view. What I hated was SmackDown.
1: Yeah, because you know what? People don't. People don't listen. <laughs> they listen. Oh, they listen for buzzwords. So if you don't say the thing that they're listening for, then you get get boxed into a different category.
0: Let's 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 hear some mail. Brian writes us, mage ones. So here we are again. The nerds on the internet are all riled up, and the cheap heat crew is here to tell us why we're wrong. I had to weigh in on one point that Rosenberg Megan made in the video and tweeted out, which was mocking people for being upset about rules in wrestling. The reason the rules matter in wrestling or in any fictional universe is that they give the story structure and logic. They set up a framework for the audience and allow them to engage with the story. If the rules of your universe don't matter, then you don't have a logical story arc. You just have a meandering stream of consciousness pile of trash, which can be changed at any time and any way you want. If there are no rules, then nothing that happens really matters because it can be changed in any way at any time. It's particularly frustrating with fictional universes because the author – this is too long. So why would you make up a rule just to break it or ignore it? We all, including you guys, made fun of the wild card rule when they introduced it, then immediately broke it for several weeks in a row, and finally stopped bringing it up. We all, including you guys, complained when Shane and Taker had a cell match at Mania for Shane's control of the show, and Shane lost. But then was still in control of the show two weeks later. If you're constantly changing the rules, uh Tariq can start the past, and the past doesn't matter. If the past doesn't matter, then the present doesn't really matter either. Okay, Jesus. Uh, okay. He's
1: very upset
0: about. And he's got, and he's a, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. He gets a really long, thorough, smart email. But here's the thing: you make a good point, except for the fact that the fiend doesn't even make sense in this world. That that's the thing for me. I, you're, we're talking about no disqualification as if the fiend is going to be operating in, as if he's a regular wrestler. You know, to me, the point of the no disqualification, no holds barred, false count anywhere is that you have two people in a perceived competition who are now like, oh wait, we're allowed to fight in whatever way we want. This is a straight up street fight. And that is to me what makes the rule thing sort of interesting. When that thing is now Involving someone who's basically a demon, a psychotic monster, I guess I'm already just viewing it from a different perspective. So the idea of the the match being stopped, I didn't see it as it being a, a, a stoppage because of disqualification. I saw it as a stoppage because they saw the wreckage that had been done and and were like, "There's no match to be had here." You know, I guess.
1: Well, yeah, that maybe that changes. That was it. where my um. That was where my sort of disgust with it came from. Cause I thought it was a disqualification. I'm just like, how do you get DQ'd in the hell in the cell? Like, if he has to kill the fiend, let him kill the fiend. But this is what we came to see. You know, I didn't really, didn't really come to see a stoppage. But, um, I guess in terms of the story, that made sense, right? Stop the match. Cause like you said, the fiend wasn't moving. It wasn't like, he just was not moving.
0: I mean, they could have found so, another way, you know, to do something like maybe the fiend disappears or but they yeah. they were
1: or e- even something as simple as like this new raw announced team that you threw together the week before the pay-per-view, let them explain it. That's another that was a failure on the part of the announced team too because a thing is happening, there's mass confusion and you don't have anyone on the announced team relaying the fact that this is a stoppage that the fiend is lifeless. That there's, like you said, no match to even be. Well, and, had. and I'll
0: tell you, this is, this is a time when they were too reliant on Jerry. Cause I don't think Jerry has the answers and stuff like that. By the way, I just want to update everyone. If you ever thought that like Ronda Rousey dominated the women's division too much and there was too much Ronda Rousey and like <laughs> ev- everyone was jobbing to Ronda Rousey. Go ahead and turn on Total Divas because everyone's <laughs> jobbing to Ronda Rousey again. Total Divas came on my TV because the show ended, and it is hilarious. This, the new season starts, and it's literally—you can tell—it's just going to be the Ronda Rousey show. And she is—that yeah. she is the only person who's talked the first five minutes.
1: They came through with baby pictures and all.
0: Oh, uh, her and her husband. Oh my God it never stops. I'm telling you the obsession with UFC never stops. No no one no WWE star matters as much as a UFC star, of course. <laughs> um anyways, I I I'm not saying that you don't have the right to care about rules and apply that to wrestling ever. I'm just saying for me for that to be the thing that would anger me is that no disqualification means no disqualification. We have seen so many rules worked around in the history of matches. That's not really what people were mad about. What people were mad about was they thought the Fiend had to win. They they are marking out for the Fiend, and they want him to get booked to the moon. Do you? Because the last time that happened, you started booing the person the second they started getting booked that way.
1: Well, yeah. Every time it happened, every time when the person said from Cena. The only person who dodged that bullet, Daniel Bryan. The only two people, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. Everybody else got fed to the wolves as soon as they got hot. And, From Becky to Charlotte to Sasha to Seth Roman, everybody. Right.
0: Every time someone gets booked that way,
1: and that's why they don't listen to us.
0: <laughs> so and, and and so everyone was upset that the Fiend didn't get the booking that they wanted, essentially. And I understand. But to me, I knew the second we saw the fiend that he had to be treated differently, and so I just didn't feel that way. And I had no problem with the match. And I know there are a lot of people out there who disagree and who were tweeting me about it. Were angry and said I don't get it. I'm blah blah blah. Guys, it, delete this tweet immediately. You're <laughs> you're gonna regret this. Am I? You think i You think there's any take I have about the booking of a wrestling uh Storyline that I'm gonna regret. I may disagree with it one day. That I'm really gonna care that it was out there. <laughs> you know, how many issues I just speak about every day. That if I get wrong, I really look bad. This is just opinions about something we're nerds about. Imagine <laughs> they
1: think you're gonna be on your deathbed and like. I
0: can't believe I said do you, that.
1: Do you want to change anything about the way you've lived your life? Like, <sighs> I can't believe I wasn't more upset. I know about hell in the cell 2019.
0: Yeah, and then and then and then whoever is with me is gonna go. Wait, which, hell of cell, which hell in which Cell was that? I'm like, uh I think it was <laughs> right. I think it was um one of the Brock ones. They're like, "No, no, no, he wasn't in that one." I'm like, "Oh, uh I think I can't remember. All those years are a blur.
1: Like you're going to use your last breath to say, "Bray." <laughs> <Right. laughs> it's people are insane.
0: Um a- Adam writes us.
1: I love that they care that much though. That's passion.
0: No, I love the passion. I do. That is I just don't want to – I just – I can't believe people's passion was stronger for this than for Kofi. But that's – I guess we all have things we care about. Um, Adam writes us, what the what? Hey, guys, been loving the show and the banter. I'm sure you'll get this. Um, I'm sure you'll get to this, but the WWE just completely ruined six months of Kofi. I mean that loss to me just wipes away everything he accomplished. How can he be looked at like a credible title threat again if that road comes? Also, Hell in a Cell was such a letdown pay-per-view outside of Sasha Becky, which was great, by the way. Um, is it too early to say they've ruined The Fiend? Keep up the awesome stuff, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Um, and then I read one earlier. Uh, Zariah wrote us. Peter and SGG, I've been a long-time listener to the pod so much that I listened to this during study hall at my high school. Anyway, I like the promo between The Rock, Becky, and Becky Lynch and Barry Corbin. The SCD chant is something that's going to stick. I'm very pissed about the Kingston-Lesnar match. That was very stupid, and I thought that we were going to at least see a real match between the two. Overall, Hell in a Cell was okay. The Lynch-Banks match was mage, and the Reigns-Brian and harper Owen match was great, too. I, I thought it was a good match, too. Yeah. Um, this might just be me, but the music for Oscar and Kyrie Sane doesn't work. Nope, that is correct. It sounds like they added Oscar's Asuka, music into Sane's <laughs> music. That's exactly what happened. Sorry for the rant, but I love the pod and I love you both. Keep doing what you're doing and stay mage. Um yeah, I agree with you. Hard to
1: disagree. I'd, Hard to disagree with any of that. I don't
0: disagree. I don't disagree with much of that. Um I don't. Um I'm trying to see what else. They did Kofi Dirty. Um I
1: appreciate that the mailbag has energy for Kofi right there. Like
0: No, there's a bunch. A bunch of AEW stuff. You know, a lot of people disagreed with our, our um, AEW, and a lot of people agreed. Aaron writes, uh, say, what's up, Peter and SGG? I've been an avid listener over the past two years, and I've never reached out prior to this email. With all the change going on around uh, sports entertainment, I'm truly excited, blah, blah, blah. As I was watching the first SmackDown on Fox, I couldn't help but feel giddy like I was 12 again. I was excited and so we could see Kofi. I understand Brock is built like this huge, unstoppable force, but why the six-second squash of Kofi? One F5. The man was able to withstand an hour gauntlet match, tough elimination chamber match, and continuously fought and clawed to get his wins. Kofi has not been an easy win over the last seven, eight months, but one F5? Kofi would have looked more credible as an opponent if he at least kicked out after one F5. If and if he didn't get one single ounce of offense in and just kicked out to show he won't quit. Couldn't agree with you more, dude. I couldn't agree with you more.
1: Yeah,
0: um, he also wrote Cain. Vel- he
1: should have kicked out. He probably got suspended or fired. But I was just <laughs> hit Ray Mysterio's music. out okay. I'm kicking out.
0: He also wrote Cain Velasquez as the Mexican Walter, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, uh, <sighs> now there's a lot of messages about AEW, but guys, I'm not gonna have time to get to them because we got to come back into another pod later this week. Um. So um, I'm I'm glad we got this done today. I didn't plan on us doing a full hour this early in the week, but obviously there was a lot to get to, and I'm sure I'll we'll have lots of, to respond to in the mailbag. Rosemerbeatsatgmail.com. <laughs> the Mexican world, so
1: I'm trying to hold it in.
0: <laughs> um, everyone, <laughs> all the Jews out there, Shana Tova. Have a good fast this week. Um, enjoy all the wrestling. Oh wow, that's crazy. I'm watching a friend of mine who used to work for wwe and now doesn't and their faces blurred out on divas that's crazy what that's when you know they're really done with me if i'm in the background and i get blurred out <laughs> that's how you know it's a wrap apparently they can't even hit them up and try to get the clearance dang. get the
1: release they just rather blur it out
0: dang um sgg do me a favor and take it easy
1: Stay mage.
0: Oh, yeah, and everyone, please enjoy yourself.
1: Oh, yeah. It's professional
0: wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. At this time, I would like to introduce, in the corner to my left, the major Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. I went to makeup and, like, sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together.
1: Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce... Shout-out to that guy, Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. m m m Mitch